0: A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said, My sheep hear my voice. I know them, and they follow me. I give them eternal life, and they will never perish. No one will snatch them out of my hand. What my Father has given me is greater than all else, and no one can snatch it out of the Father's hand. The Father and I are one. The Gospel of the Lord Every year on the fourth Sunday of Easter we read from the tenth chapter of John's Gospel. This brief section about the Good Shepherd giving eternal life to his sheep occurs at a celebration of the Feast of Dedication, which we know better as Hanukkah. Hanukkah commemorates the Maccabees' successful revolution against the Syrian tyrant Antiochus IV around 194 BCE. Some of the people celebrating that feast were asking Jesus whether he was the Messiah. They were thinking of a Messiah along the militaristic lines of David the warrior, or the leader of the Maccabean Revolt, Judas the hammer. Jesus' answer implies that he provides ultimate security in another way. What makes the gospel account of the resurrection so unique and so radically different from other resurrection stories and myths is the fact that Jesus has absolutely no interest in vengeance and violence. The risen Christ never once tells his disciples to take up arms against the Roman oppressors who murdered him. Indeed, as we heard on the second Sunday of Easter, the risen Christ appears to the disciples in the midst of their fear, terror, and profound insecurity as they are hiding behind locked doors and says, peace be with you. And then he says, receive the Holy Spirit which will empower them to do what he then commissions them to do, not to avenge his murder, but to forgive. And by forgiving and empowering us to forgive, he throws a wrench into the whole cycle of violence and vengeance. In our reading from the book of Revelation, the worshipers are praising the Lamb at the center of the throne. Their robes have been made white in the blood of this Lamb. Because the Lamb has led his followers through the ordeal. This is an odd sort of shepherd, since normally it is the job of the shepherd to protect the flock from danger, not lead the flock into it. In the first chapter of the Gospel of John, John the Baptist declares Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. The book of Revelation gives a picture of this lamb. The language of Revelation is strange to us because it uses the language of the ancient temple liturgy. On the Day of Atonement, or Yom Kippur, the high priest, wearing a white robe, enters the Holy of Holies and sprinkles the blood of the lamb that was sacrificed onto the mercy seat then the high priest comes out of the Holy of Holies and sprinkles the blood of the Lamb on the people. So instead of humans sacrificing someone or something to placate some otherwise non-forgiving God, in the temple liturgy, God's creative, saving, redeeming activity is poured out to us despite our human sinfulness. The multitude in white robes from every nation, tribe, people, and tongue standing before the throne of God and serving day and night in the temple are that royal priesthood. The blood of the Lamb has made their robes white. In other words, they've been given the white garments of the priests The blood sprinkled on the Day of Atonement cleansed and consecrated them, and the blood made their robes into garments of priesthood, garments of glory. My sheep hear my voice. I know them, and they follow me. As the Good Shepherd, Jesus is not just leading us externally by walking in front of us, Jesus is leading us from within, speaking in a voice that we learn to hear as quite distinct from bandits and robbers who come to destroy, or hired hands who run away when there is danger. The reason that the sheep hear their shepherd's voice and recognize it intimately is because their shepherd is a lamb, one of them. As the Lamb of God, Jesus protects his sheep from being snatched out of his hand. The Lamb and the shepherd are one and the same, for the Lamb at the center of the throne will be their shepherd, and he will guide them to springs of the water of life, and God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. At the end of today's Gospel, Jesus says, The Father and I are one rather than an abstract proposition that we must struggle to believe. Jesus has been revealing this to us all through the gospel, in the signs that he has been performing. Opening the eyes of a man blind from birth, healing a man lame for 38 years, feeding a huge crowd of hungry people with five loaves and two fish, raising someone from the dead the person who sees Jesus, sees God at work in the world. Sandra Schneiders describes it this way, Jesus is the manifestation of God precisely as love. God so loved the world as to give the only Son. God is love expressed in the gift who is Jesus. Jesus manifests God's identity as love by doing the loving works of God in their midst. The sin of the world, then, is not to accept that gift, not to believe that God is love. Humans refuse that gift quite simply when they refuse to love, when they choose other paths to life and security such as rivalry and violence. To follow the good shepherd is to be held in the hands of the shepherd who leads us into the same life that the Father shares with the Son. When we behold the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world, we hear the voice of our shepherd inviting us to the supper of the Lamb.